nerd is the new sexy. As you go down the dark hallway, you notice a door to the right, but it's locked. You have no hope of opening it since you don't have a thief with you. But down at the end, you do notice a fork in the road. You can't see down either of them as the torch seems to not be able to penetrate the darkness. Which way do you choose? I choose left. All right. So you go left, and as you step through, everything behind you seems to vanish. And in front of you, it opens up into a vast field. But then a giant spider drops down in front of you. What now? I hope it doesn't touch my butthole. It might. Roll for initiative. Okay. I got a 20. All right. That means Nerd is a new sexy. Yay. Yay. (laughs) I heard a howl in the background. That was my wife. <laughs> oh, I thought, we, I thought we lived another chewy moment. Anyway. No. <laughs> uh, nerd is the new sexy. Hey, today is hey. the topic. Role-playing games, pen and paper, RPG electronic style, Yay. free form, all kinds of all fun stuff. Lovely shit. Uh, so here's what's going on. Um, we, we didn't take another week off. Our original episode 13 corrupted somehow. We're not exactly sure what exactly happened, but um, there's only about 27 minutes on it, and it just stops. So as a bonus, yeah, it's very magical. So as a bonus, we are going to tag that on to the end of this episode. This episode will not be shorter to compensate, but we will add that as a bonus to the end of this so you can hear what the conversation was going to be about. Yes, and just so you know, it pretty much was going to be about cryptids, right? Yeah, cryptids, cryptozoology and mythological creatures and things like that. Yeah, we we had a whole we we did like a whole segment on it, but we only got twenty some <laughs> minutes of the weird weird. Yeah. Fucking episode 13. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Episode 13. And this, again, is episode 13. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it. supposed to be 14. So we're just moving the topic, you know, up a little bit. Hopefully we won't have the same problem here. Bonus for you. That's right. You rolled a 20. <laughs> so where do we start on uh, good old pen and paper games? Well, I think it would be, you know, what you know, what really got you started in it. You know, I know we kind of glossed over it real, real quick in our in our first episode about, you know, what was going on and everything like that, you know, with our nerd cred. But, uh, you know, let's kind of expand on that. When, when did you start heavily getting into it? You know what? I played my first D&D game when I was probably in sixth or seventh grade some kid like brought some you know some of that graph paper and he's like check this out and i'm like this is graph paper <laughs> how can this be fun and, like, i'm uh, not doing math yeah i'm like what how is this in any possible way and what dimension is this fun he's like no just wait and he puts something up and he's like you know he puts like a little visor up and we all sit around him and we, I, we in class we're actually playing this game and i'm like wait a second I'm playing with my imagination. Ooh, this is fun. I was kind of hooked since then. I had I didn't play since you know at that point till I was in high school. So like, but that that I think is what that was the bug that bit me. Yeah, I was not into RPGs. Um, it wasn't actually until I met you, well, that when you introduced me to Final Fantasy II, which was four, that I actually started going, hey, wait a minute. I kind of like this. Mm-hmm. There's more game here than in beat-em-ups. There's more game here than fighting games. You know, it, it, it was a lot of fun. So then uh, right around that time, we also started doing the, the pen and paper stuff with the uh, Dungeons & Dragons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I forget I forget which, which version it was. But when we were playing, it was still a Thacko way to hit armor class zero. And the lower your armor class, the better you were, which thank God they fixed that. Yeah, th- I mean, that that was always kind of confusing. It was one of the... It, well, it was, that was back when things were... 
complicated yet less complicated at the same time with certain things, which was, I, I actually enjoyed. It was confusing at first, but once we got that, once we got the hang of it, it was like, okay, I understand. But yeah, yeah we were like, why, why is it minus better? Minus usually is bad. This yeah. isn't golf. Yeah, and see, and I had known about Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. Like, uh, I believe there used to be a Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Yeah, there back was. in the eighties. And so I had been exposed to it that way. And remember, I my, my parents at the time were were like, oh no, don't 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 get involved with that. And I was just like, okay. But in you know not not because oh you, we don't want you to be a nerd or anything like that just you know their own you know views on things that because they didn't understand it. Well, it was and a stereotype like that. back then. Yeah, and dragons was a devil worshiping thing. And, it, yeah, and that's 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 the unfortunate thing is people you know didn't understand it so they labeled yeah. it. Yeah, and I I think the the what changed my parents' mind on it it was so funny and I shit you not this is a true story so if my parents are listening they can they can back back me up on this it's one of the few things that I actually remember from from before the accident. Was talking about wanting to play the Dungeons Dragons, and this was in like junior high, mm-hmm. uh, making a comment about somebody wanted to play Dungeons Dragons with me and stuff like that. And I said, I'm gonna, you know, play, you know, gonna get played and stuff like that. And they said something, said something along the along the same lines about, oh, you know, if you start, you know, playing playing around with that, how long should you believe and everything like that. And I said, so then Charlton Heston must be a devil worshipper and in a heathen because he was in a movie. Where he played Moses, <laughs> so either he's Moses or he or the guy or he's the devil, one of the two. So you can't make you can't pretend. You can't believe everything. Yeah. Yeah. And and after that, they were like, you know what? That's a good point. And I never heard about it again. And they've always encouraged me from from then on out with everything. <laughs> it, it was really funny. But yeah. Um. <clears throat> and I guess I even remember in junior high, make um uh, trying to come up with uh. With, with with a monster and stuff like that, trying to develop a a, a a brand new creation, and it it wasn't very good. But you know, at the time, I it was good for it, it. I was yeah, I was new to this, everything like that, and uh, <laughs> it was it was a monster with multiple eyes, and I'm gonna call it a beholder. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a it was like a, it. You know what? And it's funny because the way I described it, and I kind of drew it out, it it actually sounded like how I always imagined Grendel looked. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, and so I kind of based it off of that and Beowulf. everything. And I, oh my God, the first character. I'm surprised I was ever allowed back into a role playing group uh, after the first time I I tried playing in in junior high. Because I'm not kidding. I I was trying to build this character and trying to figure everything out. And the guy's like, oh well, here's all here's all your options. And I'm like, oh, I can be a vampire. I can do this. I can do that. I'm like, okay, I'll be a. Gra-. I was a I was a vampire's apprentice. Uh, uh basically a young vampire hmm. under Count Drac. Uh, oh. or uh, dude, it was no. It so sounds horrible. it sounds about normal for like yeah. first attempt at the game. Yeah, and you got to remember, I was like eleven or twelve, and this is all brand new to me. i luckily the character didn't last too long. I changed it out, and ever since then, I have played a rogue. Rogues do it from behind, and they get me horny. Believe me, I fucking love playing rogues. Yeah, but paladins have the good touch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You want a healing handy? And that's and that's that's what I play. I'm, I've always loved to play the paladin. And yep. And, and there's been games where we've been surrounded by undead, and I've used I've used turn undead, and I've just watched fleeing and death everywhere. Yeah. Because my charisma was so fucking horribly stacked. But and I I love pen and paper RPGs now. I mean. I, I don't don't get me wrong. I I have put literally four days worth of hours plus some into Fallout 4. I have hundreds of hours 
on Skyrim. Mm -hmm. I have actually over 100 some odd hours on Battlefront, even though it's not an RPG. I'm just using it as an example here. I I do. I love love my RPGs. Um, But there's something about a pen and paper sitting down with everybody and even just being doing it over the internet we'll we'll get to that kind of stuff here in a, in, yeah. in a little bit there's just something about sitting down and talking to people and using the dice and and having the adventure that way i i cannot get enough of it well, i beauty, am not kidding the beauty of it is it's your adventure and your yeah that and it's the it's graphics so aren't dynamic the graphics aren't given to you you, you know you yep. get you get told you get fed this information and how you process it in your mind is up to you yeah, and everybody could be imagined, and this has happened where everybody is because we until recently we didn't have a game table mm-hmm. where we would have you know oh this person's here this person and you were just imagining in your mind even in high school yep. we were always like kind of just sitting around talking to each other and like okay so what's going on oh okay you're kind of over here you're kind of over here oh, okay well I'm over here you know and and you're just talking about where you are you're, there's nothing cementing exactly where you are. Well, okay, before and you go any just, further... everyone's picturing the same thing happening, but different. Well, before you go any further with this, keep that thought. Remember how many times you and I have sat, uh, sat like, in high school just talking about, like, books we've, we've done, a role yeah. play, freeform role-playing, and we pretty much describe the same person? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me and Wild have this uh, BFF connection, I guess you can say. Bro where, Yeah, we've got, like, this bro sense. It's kind of funny because we will be sitting there and we're both about to start like, like somebody like one of us will be bringing in a character that the other person didn't really have an idea about, or, or might've, there might've been suggesting like that this guy's coming in and you know, when one of us is DMing and stuff like that and, and we'll bring him in and do stuff. And we will both describe the same character, the exact same way with the same mannerism. It's like, wait a minute, I created that. He's like, well, no, I did. It's like, Oh, I guess we both came up with the same dude. <laughs> More or less. And there's been t- yeah. the free form role playing like we i think i i I was explaining my character one day yeah and uh it's one of those nights we were drinking tea and having you know just our late night conversations and um and you go and you go like i start explaining what the character looks like and he goes oh yeah but i i see him as this and it's like almost finishing my sentence like like I, i was like damn dude that's that's kind of oh yeah. sc- with Dorvius. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, dude, that's, right. that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. And switching over into the freeform role playing, you know, type thing here. Uh, I I had originally started freeform role playing in this place called the Red Dragon Inn. Now this was part of the CCM chat. Now CCM chat apparently stood for uh, Conservative Christian Mingle or something like that. Or wait, didn't uh, the Chatalus come first? Uh, no, no, no. The the RDI was actually first. Oh, okay. Uh, what happened was this place. Uh, very brand new to the internet. The reason I started chatting here more than the Yahoo chats and stuff like that was because the Yahoo chat was when you typed and you hit enter, it would scroll and it would constantly scroll real fast. So you had to learn how to be a real fast reader and a fast typer. That's actually where all my typing skill comes from. So I type 136 corrected words a minute. (laughs) That's not my typing speed. That is my correct typing speed. I can type 136 correct words a minute. How you type faster than a second, I don't know, but apparently I can do it. Yeah, I'm about and, I, yeah, I think I'm yeah, fucking you're, you're up there too so. because you're because some of the other jobs you've had and everything else, yeah. too. So I learned to type real fast. Well, I find this place called 
the CCM chat. I don't remember how I found it. I think I was just searching on Netscape. Oh my god. Netscape. Oh, Freaking shit. Netscape Navigator. Oh shit. Uh, this is back in like internet 1.2 or something like that. Yeah. You could not you didn't even have colored uh, colored text on the internet yet. That is how long ago this was, people. Yep. I'm not kidding. There did exist a time like this. The internet was new. Yeah. It was young. Yep. And it, it was you, it was magical for us. There yeah, there was Almost every website was what some Trekkie thought of Star Trek and a guy's nipple that he took a picture of every single day and posted it online. Oh. I'm, again, not kidding. GeoCities wasn't even around when I was on this chat line. Yep. It, th- that came later. It was about a so, year or two later, I believe. Yes. So I'm on this, on, on, on this place. I find I, I used to go on there with, with, with my cousin. We, we used to go in there. And if anybody's listening. I remember we, this. Yes. We were called Coolers and light. Yep. So that was our handle. And this was not a role-playing room. This was just a chat line. So we'd go in there, and then all of a sudden I discovered this one room called the Red Dragon Inn, where it was role-playing. I was like, oh, this is cool. So <laughs> Christian web- website that has a... That's kind of I, backwards, yeah. considering like you know how it's been looked upon in the past. Right? Yeah. And now this place was heavily censored. If you would you would write in the word, word comfort, even if you spelt it right, it would censor it yep. and tell you you have to reformat your post and... Damn. So yeah, all Shit, kinds of stuff. Everything. They had, so, oh, yeah, they had the MIDI selection, too. I remember yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that came later. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, this is this is before I introduced you to it. Yeah, yeah. At first, I, I don't remember what character I went in there at first with, but I remember talking, and this is before I came up with, with, with uh, uh, with the character with Friedan and stuff like that. I go in there and I'm talking and then I decide, you know what? I'm going to play another character. So I start to slowly stop playing my character when I realize, wait a minute, I can have two windows open under two different handles. Yep. And so it start making things a little more dynamic and I would slowly stop playing the one character and start... <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm an, I'm admitting embarrassing stuff to you people here. Okay. You role played with yourself. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But okay, <laughs> this is yeah. Shit. I had a 14k bod modem at this time, which was considered top of the line. Fast. Yeah. 28.8 how it wasn't out yet. 36.6 was unheard of. <laughs> yep. This was 14 kilobyte a second. Woo! That's a modem. Fast shit. Fast shit. But the, you know what? For the time, with all the stuff that was going on on the internet, it was fast enough. Yeah, yeah. And this, this, this is back when it took about eight minutes to get to the tits. Yes. Okay. So eight minutes to get online. Yeah, and, and kicked off in three seconds yes. because of AOL. Someone picked up the phone. Oh yeah. God, I hated that. AOL, yeah, and I'll pick up the phone. But anyway, I start playing. Like I said, embarrassingly, because. I, I honestly didn't really know better. It was the only thing I really knew at the time. I started playing basically Frog, who I called Glenn, from Corona Trigger. The Woosley version. Mm -hmm. So Cure 1, 2, 3, 4, Frog Drop, everything else. I literally started playing that character. I was actually pretty popular. I even brought in Balthazar as a character a few times in another window and got people involved and everything like that. And then I was told by Wild, hey, there's another chat line that I want you to check out. I'm like, oh, really? He goes, yeah, check this place out. It's called the Chatalist. It's the Zocalo room. Hilariously. Which, which, let me give some backstory to this place. It didn't start off as a role-play room. No, it was actually supposed to be a sci-fi chat uh, uh, discussion. There was, I went to this place and I found it in class in high school. And I'm like, 
okay, this place has some uh, some potential, you know, and I really wasn't looking for freestyle roleplay. I was just searching the internet at yep. the time. So I find this place and I find this character by the name, this guy playing a character by the name of Crusader. And I go, wait. Oh, yes. This is an interesting concept. This guy is actually talking in a character. He's playing a, he's playing a character. I like this. So I found the emptiest room in the in the chat line, which was at the time called the Zocalo. People would oh. go there to find cyber sex. And yeah. It was horrible. So... <laughs> I found uh, I found this room and I started like I'd wait for people to come in and yeah this is just me being a teenager bored and patient at the time I don't have that patience now but would wait for people to come in and I'd greet them under a character and under a certain character and you know it just started from there well it became kind of a fad every people started joining it it got to the point where the room would be full most of the time yeah, and, and you could you could even put in a URL uh, for a picture link so every time you you chat it would come up with a picture on the right hand side of your post which was really cool and uh yep. so I, I i you know sunray one day one day after school i went and hung out with sunray and he showed me this rdi site and he forgot to mention that oh that's it, right yeah that was around the time i, I showed you and he was telling me about the whole uh what would you say pitcher and cools i can't remember the exact name yeah uh, coolers and light coolers and light thank you and uh it was you know i remember cools <laughs> coolers yeah <laughs> coolers and light and he was telling me about that i'm like oh, okay and i remember the first time we chatted and it was i don't know if it was the rdi or just in that place in general i think it was just in the regular chat yeah well, he got like a picture of Ryu and Ken, and that was our. Yeah, that's right. And you and I. Yeah, because and then uh, uh, it was coolers, and I forget what. Uh... I think I said I think I I forget the name I can't like Big D or so you yeah. used you used your uh, probably my my CB your CB handle yeah, yeah. and we used the Ryu and Ken picture so, from the Alpha series I I watched that and that this this pro this is keep in mind this is before I had a computer this was like yes you didn't have a computer this, yet and I had just gotten mine and it was super fast third fastest on the market seventy five <laughs> megahertz ta da megahertz so Pentium two. <laughs> I he he brings me over here and he charms me with this computer and the yep. internet and I'm like oh wow this is actually fucking amazing you know if if you know I, the first time I've ever had any experience with the internet not even in high school I didn't care for it I didn't yep. you know I didn't see a, a reason for it and uh, finally I go you know I tell my dad hey we should get a computer and we got a computer and you know, long story short you know I yeah you ended up getting like because like we there was like this big jump in speed and you guys ended up getting like like this really fast nice one yeah and yeah that's where we found that one game. <laughs> Duke Nukem? <laughs> no. The, oh, the Shadow Devil Warrior? Underwear. Oh, yeah. You, you uh, remember the name. I can't remember the fucking name of that. Yeah. It was uh, Total Distortion? Yeah, Total Distortion. Yeah, and, and uh, there's a song in that game, and you'll I, I, you'll hear me sing it every so often. It's It sings about the devil's underwear. Like it, Basic lyrics are basically like the guy walks, breaks into the devil's house just to steal his underwear. Yeah, because he's mad he's not home. Because he's mad he's not home. Yeah. So. And it was like a demo disc. But yeah, and it was it was a, it was the weirdest fucking out of nowhere game I've ever played. But anyway, that that off topic. We uh, uh long long story short, after that I started going to the chat list and it was like left and right, and we started going to the Zocalo, and I told Sunray about it. And yep. uh, you can continue from there, Sunray. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And he goes, hey, look, people don't like it when you have characters from something that's already made here. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I said, well, what I can do is I really like Illusion of Gaia. And this is where the Freedan was originally uh, designed. Well, don't get don't feel bad. Wildfires yeah. from fucking Ronin warriors. So yeah, yeah, but it's it is like nothing. That character is nothing. No, like the the, the show and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna base like like my move set and my look and stuff like that off of the free and he goes. 
but I don't want it to be that Freedan from, from Illusion of Gaia. And he goes, well, why don't you use the Sunrise from my story? Oh, okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah, let's do that. And I'll I'll change up how he's a Sunrise different a little bit differently than what than what you wrote so that way it's still more of my creation yeah here. heavily influenced by illusion of guy at first a lot of influence from wildfire from, from a story and wait what time of the tables um my wait yeah yeah time of the tables yeah time of the tables and so i'm like okay cool so i go in there and i'm like wow one they're very welcoming two people are a lot more imaginative yeah, <laughs> yeah. and three it's more active than the red dragon inn is so I literally stopped going to the Red Dragon Inn, and uh, pretty much from there started doing the full freeform role playing at the Chatalist. And keep in mind, this is freeform role playing when it was like brand new. Yeah, this they didn't have a name for this yet. We there were no dice rolls. There wasn't a whole lot of rules. But what basically what people agreed was no god money. Yeah, no god moding. And you could be like, okay, describe your character when you come in. Be descript be be descript very descriptive but brief. Um don't don't steal characters from from other from the sources. Now don't come in around, as Goku. Yeah. Now around this time, people at the Red Dragon Inn and one of the reasons I stopped going there was cuz they started just coming in as anime characters. <laughs> yeah. Goku, there were, there were a bunch of people who come in who were who were just Saiyans. Yeah. Uh I mean all kinds of stuff. So I'm like I'm that. I'm out. Now, shortly afterwards, the chat site got shut down because this was around the time where people didn't understand fair use and all kinds of other stuff and it got shut down for copyright infringement. Yeah, the, the uh, internet was yeah. young. <laughs> yeah. So it got taken down because of copyright notices and stuff like that. So I'm like, "Well, screw it. I've still got the chat list." We end up forming a big group of other players. And what's really funny is wild at the time was actually playing an evil character (laughs) more or less yes yeah he was he was evil but misunderstood (laughs) he misunderstood himself and then eventually became a good guy yeah well you you started playing a good guy and stuff like that and epic epic fights were 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 going on in this place all kinds of description this it it was so large that people from other chat lines would show up to watch us play. Yeah, like I said, it was full a lot of yeah. times. Uh, this, this particular fight he's talking about uh, makes... I hate to put it this way. I don't mean to sound vain, but the uh, any Dragon Ball Z like fight pales in comparison. Yeah, we literally had what four characters killed yeah. in that fight out of like what twelve versus one out character? of twelve versus one person. This fight in the in this in this scenario was such uh, uh it was it was done on such a large scale that everyone agreed it permanently changed the way this place looked. <laughs> and the only way we ended up beating the guy, and the person didn't even, only lost because they were so damaged they couldn't continue. Yeah. It literally took an entire essence of one person blowing themselves up and scarring the landscape forever <laughs> to end this fight. This fight went on for four hours in tight. This was the uh, this was the end of possession of Wildfire, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. This was that battle. Yep, it ended. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was a hell of a fight. Yeah, it was like four hours. That was a great game. In fact, I think I think that uh, a lot of people continued coming back because of that fight. Because of that, we ended up having a lot new, a lot of new characters. Yeah, it was insane. And people from the RDI, you know, like yep. it was yeah, just we ended, pretty cool. And getting yeah, because uh, the RDI ended up reopening and. New people started going in there, and when I went back, the place was a goddamn mess. Yeah, there's I, a lot of I built, yeah, yeah, and I don't want to brag too much here, but I 
I built the RDI up to it, its peak and had everybody in agreement on how to play and do things. And when after I left and then it got shut down, it came back. It was a mess. People were ignoring things that were going on. People were still playing stupid characters. Oh, it was a god mode slash cyber sex gallery. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much all all people were doing with it. And when I came back, I brought Wild and a couple other people from the chat list. Because the chat list had, had, had actually shut down at that point. And so we started moving over there, and we literally within, I would say, three or four weeks of me being back with you guys, the people who were looked up to were pushed out. Yep. Not by us, but by the other players. Yep. And they never got their status and glory back. Well, one of, one or I, two of I them I even stayed. brought back Glenn. Now, that was around that time that I decided, okay, his name's Glenn Calhadden. He's he's not the Glenn from the game. He's mm-hmm. a totally different thing. And we started to, And that's actually where I developed uh, uh, Tiburon as well. Yeah. I think you started Dorvius. No, Dorvius started in uh, Tachatalus in Zoko. Oh, did he? Yeah. But Dorvius actually got a lot of his character in the RDI. That's right. <clears throat> as did uh, as did uh, uh, Kod. He got his backstory in the RDS. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So which which is there's a lot of a lot of cool things that happen there. So you know I did I I'll put it this way Wildfire got his he got his story and he got his background in of course the Zocalo. Yes. But a lot of the side characters that I had created that were a heavy part of his life mm-hmm. got like more life in the RDI. If that yeah. makes sense. So yeah, that's and, and that's of course freeform role playing that. I don't know, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, that's stupid, you know, you're just looking at text, it's not graphics. Well, how about you try it sometime? It's not that bad. It's actually pretty fun. I mean, uh, I I think that's why I like the pen and papers so much is because it, it, or or the freeform so much is because it reminds me of the pen and paper. Yes, because it's imagination. Yeah, and if when you find a good group of people, oh my God. Now, I don't find too many freeform RPG chats and stuff like that. It's a dying art. And yeah, it's it's definitely a dying art. And, I, I just I don't think it exists too much anymore because every time that I try to find after both the Chatalist and Chatalist got shut down for for funding and stuff like that and the people were just like hey look we're we're done we what? couldn't sell the software we we don't want to do it anymore it got rebooted by a f- uh, some of the fans of the site years back but I don't yeah. I don't think it's still around anymore I think that no it's, just, it's not it just died uh, out unfortunately yeah and CCM uh, which. When when somebody because one time somebody told us he said oh yeah this is a Christian chat line I was like what are you talking about they're like yeah what do you think CCM stands stood for and I said I thought it stood for crazy cussing mothers <laughs> <laughs> but yeah both of both chat lines unfortunately got shut down I was looking for other ones and even though they would call themselves free form role playing it was oh you can't do this you can't do that you're not allowed to have this character you can't have this type of character you can't be from here you can't go from here you have to be in this world you can't you can't have this you can't have that uh, if you are gonna if you are gonna fight you have to go to a private a private chat in order to do the fight. Let and once me. you're in the private chat, you have to roll your own dice and you have to be honest about this and you have to do I'm like, that's not freeform. Yeah, exactly. Let me put it this way. If there's restrictions on your imagination, it's not freeform role playing. Exactly. So, you know, the, the there can their rules are great and they're meant to be rules, but there's such a thing as too many rules to where you're you're actually, you know, you're ruining the stimulation of someone's imagination. Like I don't mind saying, hey look, you know, you don't have seeing characters or your character has to be from this planet. Okay, that's fine. But don't be like, oh, you you have to do this and you have to do that, and you have to roll you have to roll dice to, to fight, and you can't have this colored hair, and you can't do. This. It's like shut up. Magic A doesn't always have to be magic A. I've been wanting to say that for a while now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it but that's that's freeform. That's freeform, and that's the, my my ideal of freeform. But uh, back to pen and paper. You know, 
Mm-hmm. And of course, a lot of the reason we play pen and paper is because we want to get that feeling back from freeform roleplay, you know. And we've, you know, and it was the same reason for uh, freeform roleplay. We did that because we wanted to get that awesome feeling from pen and paper D and D. Yeah, exactly. You know? And what's nice is we we found a really good group of of people that we that we do the pen and paper stuff now. And what's cool is thanks to Skype and uh, uh, what's the other one? Ventrilo. Ventrilo. And the program called Game Table, we've actually been able to, through multiple states and different time zones, get together and actually have a game and make our own little pogs, you know, from the Charismaker or charisproject.net <laughs> or whatever it is. The place that you can make your own RPG characters for like RPG Maker and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's like charisproject.net. Check it out. It's awesome. You can make your own, you can make your own sprites and customize them and everything else. Give them money. (laughs) Yeah, give them money. Donate a couple bucks. And, you know, so we'll do that and we'll make our own underlays and pogs and draw stuff out. And what's cool is it gives us an opportunity to play with people we would ne- we wouldn't normally, mm-hmm. and have a group that we can be like, okay, we're here, we're here, we're doing this, we're doing this, and you sit down, and you have a campaign. Yep. And every you know different people get a DM every so often, and there's a couple different games where it was a uh, every night it was a new DM, and one character would set out for one reason or another that you would come up with, and yeah, yeah, I mean we played Pathfinder, yeah, those. and I gotta say this, I fucking love Pathfinder. Yeah, Pathfinder's fun. Yeah, I haven't played D and D since the 3.5. And Pathfinder is based on 3.5 from D&D. It's 3.5 and on crack. Yes. Yeah. And it's really cool. I, I I have not had that much fun playing in a long time. Yeah. I got to say, it's, it's, a pre- it's a pretty interesting experience. I, you know, I got to play it again here recently, and it was uh, it was fun. Uh, some of the some of the other games we played, though, um, the game we were baiting, especially, I had fun with. Yeah, Yelled. Yeld, yeah, that was a very fun game. Uh, I'm, yeah, it's I can't based off the... of uh, Yeld is actually based off of a comic called Modest Medusa. If you haven't seen this comic, go read it. It is very entertaining. It's actually amazing. <clears throat> yeah, this guy is literally pulled into his world. I think through his toilet. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, he, yeah, he is accidentally transported to Yeld through his toilet. It's not as crude as it sounds because of the way the way it happened. It's basically an accident. It's pretty damn funny. Uh, good character development. At one point, they convince the fairies that the guy is Batman. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. It's it's a good read. If you haven't read it, I suggest you do and uh, maybe go fun. Give the guy a little bit of money for this game because Yeld is actually an amazing game. I've had, we we were like I said we were baited testing it and it was a really fun there's a um a few there's a few glitches you know in the actual but, but game but expected because they're still they're still working on it <clears throat> yeah but uh one of the funniest things we were playing and uh, i think a good story for this is we were playing mm-hmm. this was this was the beta beta version of the game this yes was, this was like the i think it was called it wasn't even called yelled it was called like mermaids or something like that i can't remember but it was called mermaids. mermaid yeah mermaid hunter or something like that yeah mermaid hunter but yeah. uh basically it was a it was a basic like one campaign kind of thing and i mean we played and there was a female player that was playing with us uh and this is this is the story i love to tell of this and we're playing <laughs> and <laughs> i think sunray played the dog which was great the talking yep, dog I was, I was the dog and uh we're playing and we just killed what essentially is this this man's wife <laughs> yeah <laughs> who turned evil and uh um <laughs> we're talking to her and he's like upset and he's kind of happy at the same time and the female player turns around to the guy looks at him straight faced and and you can hear in her voice. I'm expecting something like, I'm sorry for your loss, or, you know, this is horrible. Instead, there's a long pause, and she goes, 
And because it was a mermaid, it was a really evil mermaid. She goes, mm-hmm. how do mermaids have sex? I literally fall off my chair laughing <laughs> because I'm expecting, you know, something sympathetic and sad. But she goes, yep. how do mermaids have sex? I think it was, no, it was how do fish have sex? Yeah, how do fish how have do sex? How do fish have sex? I nearly fall out of my chair busting up because I'm <laughs> expecting like something sympathetic and sad. And, but instead yeah. I get, how do fish have sex? I miss role playing with that person. <laughs> yeah. That person was funny. Yeah, it's you too bad. It's too yeah. bad she, she isn't able to play with us anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, let me put it this way. This game is so crazy that our, our adventures were in a home in, in a home in our home base location. It was a bunch of warthogs based off of British and American rockers. The 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 head Pumbaa was Elvis was basically for all intents and purposes Elvis. Buddy Holly was was one of the characters. He he had he had four little piglets who were the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fought uh, karate wombats. Yeah. We fought one one who was called Joker Joking mm-hmm. who was based off the Joker. We went and helped a sausage tree harvest. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Scooby-Doo style murder mystery that we were solving uh, to where I literally convinced a guy that the pee all over my pants was not from me, but from the girl four rows behind me because she got so scared she squirted me. <laughs> this game is a lot of fun. And every time you play a new game, a different person has to be the GM. Mm-hmm. And the person who's the GM does not get to decide what it, what campaign you're on. It's everybody gets an agreement and tells the GM, these are the things we want in our new adventure. Hence sausage forest or sausage yeah. trees and sausage stuff like tree that. festivals, uh, mortal wombats. Uh, yeah, it all kinds of stuff. I, I'm really hoping he finishes up here soon. Like I said, it's the world wor- world of yelled. It's based off Modest Medusa. Great pen and paper game. I can't wait for it to be finished. The last um, bosses were Spellvira and uh, her brother and Spelltavius. Spelltavius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who were vampires, by the way? Yeah, and we had a fight in bright pink underwear. Yeah. Oh, and every time you roll two ones or more, even if you succeed in a spell, you get what's called a magic disaster. Magic, yeah. My character got changed into a female. Yeah, for life. It was pretty funny. It, it's 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 a very fun game. Uh, strongly suggest you guys urge go to the website and urge them to finish it. You know, maybe give them a little money if you have to. The guy the game's amazing. I I was really honored to be able to play the game and uh and and help beta test it with with some of the group we were in, and it was just it was fun. And then of course you've got your your JRPGs. You know, Final Fantasy, oh yeah, Star Ocean, things like that. And I gotta say, as much as I love Final Fantasy, I don't like where it's been going. I like where it's about to go with 15. From all the videos I've seen, it's got me real excited to play that. Um, I haven't been excited about a Final Fantasy game since, uh, honestly, since six. It's Ten for me. Ten or twelve. Ten for you. Which yeah. are, what? No, not twelve. Which one wasn't the last online one that wasn't like you know. Lightning. <laughs> uh, I actually, actually, I think that was uh, that was ten or ten two. Oh, ten two. I don't think. No, there was a one. There was one. I think it was like eleven or twelve. That was. Oh, twelve. Yeah. Well, twelve. Yeah. In Ivalice. Exactly. So that was fun. It just, I never beat it because I just lost interest. And that, that, that's the thing is, I lose interest in all the the those games now. Like, yeah. they don't keep my interest like they used to and that's the sad part you know i could play through chrono trigger and be like oh my god this is the most amazing game ever and i'm gonna play it again yeah so it's it's just not like that i think that they got you know maybe they're just they're just like hiring dipshit writers or something hey hey square enix 
Hire me and Sunrise. Yeah, we've we've got better ideas than the most of the because there have been times in the newer newer ones where it's like, oh, okay, cool, this is gonna happen. It's like, well, wait, what happened? What sucked? Yeah, it turns out like it was stupid. It wasn't even like tragic stupid. It was just stupid. Now the Kingdom Hearts has been has been real good. I I've been freaking loving that. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah the, you know, they, they as far things. as action RPGs go, uh, like 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 Star Ocean and stuff like that, I absolutely love, and I'm so glad they're finally coming out with another Star Ocean. Thank, yeah. thank God, I'm so excited for that. Dragon Age was good. Dragon Age, yeah, I was gonna say like Dragon Age, um, and even uh, what do you call it, um, Diablo. Yeah, Fucking yeah. love Diablo. Well, the old Diablos, and I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a, an, an episode Diablo itself, but. The old Diablos were good. Three was alone was like disappointing, but then they yeah. upgraded it. Or they get that got the DLC or whatever, and that was pretty cool. So it it made it a little better, but at the same time, like you know, it was you knew what was gonna happen in that game. Yeah, it was very Saturday morning cartoonish, and I that that's what disappointed me the most. Yeah, it was like it was like darkness meets happy. When yeah, I- and it just yeah, as soon as she t- started talking about her ultimate power and she couldn't control it, I was yeah. just like, that's that's fucking Diablo. Yep, she's gonna be Diablo. She's turning into Diablo at the end. Yeah. I did like how they uh, they went kind of the alien route, where depending on who Diablo, you know, possesses at the time, changes his appearance because he was very feminine looking. Oh, he had titties, which I thought was would yeah, he did have Diablo he had, he had, had Diablo titties. titties. Yeah, he had, he had D titties. So it was very interesting to see him see him like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, well, it's I guess it's science. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Science meets magic. If you're going to possess a chick, you're going to have female qualities. Yeah. You know? If you're going to face hug a, a dog, you're going to have dog-like qualities. <laughs> so it, it, it just makes sense. Now, one obscure game that I, I found... Okay, well, it's not obscure as far as people not playing it, but it was obscure for me. It is Arcanum of... like uh, it, I think it's called like Arcanum of, of, of Steamwork and Magic. I, I think I've heard of that game. It's a really odd game. It's done in the uh, battle style of Fallout because I actually think it's the same game, it's same designer. Mm-hmm. Which it's not Bethesda. Bethesda's Fallout is different than than the original Fallout One and Two. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's actually no, it was more like Baldur's Gate as okay. far as the, the and Baldur's Gate was another one that I I have all the original Baldur's Gate plus all their expansions. Mm-hmm. And after about five or six hours, I just kind of lose interest. Yeah, well, it's fun. It's just ba- it's it's supposed to, supposedly heavily based off of you know D and then they later yeah. boulders gate is my opinion in my opinion boulder gate boulders gate is neverwinter nights like 1.0 yeah and neverwinter yeah. nights when it came out was spectacular neverwinter nights is one of the first computer-based rpgs off of a D campaign or you know basically anything that was like that that i ever beat mm-hmm and that was a long game yeah it was it was an, it was yeah. an amazingly long game then and there were dlc and there was content mm-hmm. and stuff you know, and, and then Neverwinter Nights 2 came out, and we had some pretty interesting oh. games. Yeah, we had some interesting games. That what the, the best part of that one was the fact that you could connect with your buddies and play through the campaign together. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one campaigns. Yeah. Two, two of the funniest things that ever happened in that game, I think, were, one, defeat a uh, druid who was stuck in bear form. And dire bear form which we so recorded I, this <laughs> yeah i this is before we had the ability to capture and things like that i'm i'm on chat i think we're on x fire which yeah. we don't use anymore but we we're on x fire chatting she's going oh i'm so sorry you know he he wasn't a bad guy 
you know, blah, blah, blah. And I go, your friend was a bad druid, and you should feel bad. Wild then goes, yeah, and now I'm going to cornhole him. <laughs> and he's standing behind the bear at this at this point. He walks through the bear's butthole <laughs> a couple times, back and forth, and then stands in, inside of him and lost it. Absolutely lost. He's like, I'm going to cornhole him. <laughs> he's just out of nowhere. You know, you know when you say something, and it comes out like, fluently like before you even think about it yeah that was that moment you're like it's a bad druid and you should feel bad i'm like now i'm gonna cornhole him now and remember while i was playing a paladin (laughs) (laughs) hey it was a paladin that hasn't gotten laid in a long long time then we get to another another place in the game where the guy's like, oh, there's some thieves or there's something going on inside of his house. Please go in there, but don't break anything. You know, just, just try to, you know, do everything and, and, you know, don't cause, don't cause a ruckus. Don't make a mess. Right before we go in, Wild goes, loot everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a rogue. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And this is shit we still say in video games to this yep. day, actually. <laughs> loot, loot everything loot everything <laughs> loot yep. everything yeah i mean i i still say it now i'm gonna corn home in video games and, yep and, uh, <laughs> you know yeah I, I, I every so often i hear sunrise say you know loot everything and i forgot about that that's too yeah. funny uh yeah that was one of the that was one of the funnier moments in that game we've had we've i mean we've played several games there's a few good D D games that we've had that were good but we haven't played D D in so long other than like you know no and and so long in general yeah not D D itself but more more other yeah D esque games i guess yeah ask yeah that pathfinder or stuff like that yeah well we now, never got to play pathfinder well well no not together yeah but yeah, um, you, you played with the group when I wasn't because I wasn't able to play because I couldn't make the schedule and stuff like that. Uh, Which was fun. I mean, yeah. Fun. And then we'll uh, we've also got a, a same same group. Uh, we we basically changed the type of games that we're playing. Every time we had a session ends, we we take a little bit of a break and then we start a new type of game. One of the things that I really like, and if you guys can you know get a group together like this and stuff like that, it it is a lot of fun. Find a chat room or or get a free chat room that allows you to have dice rolls. Yeah. And what you do is you basically have a narrator. You all agree what, what kind of game you're playing, and then you have the narrator who is kind of like the GM and who's telling the story, only there for framework. The game is going to be based off of your your characters interacting and talking with each other. That is what is going on. The GM is only there to frame everybody and get things moving if something gets bogged down. For fights, the GM will then say, you know, fight start 50 slash 50 or 60 slash 40. And basically what that means is whoever whoever's favor it is, or if it's a 50-50, if you score 50 or more, you hit. If it's 50 and under, you miss. If you miss, the person who does, who does the attack gets to say how they missed. If it's a hit, the person who gets hit describes how they get hit. So like you, what you'll say is, let's say you're having a, a, a pie fight, just, just for simplicity's sake here, and you say, you know, you cock back and you, you go to slam a pie in someone's face, cock. and it's a 50-50. You roll a 49. Well, you missed. So now you describe how... You know, as you were going forward, the pie misses. Or no, 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 no. The the person who who gets who gets uh, uh, attacked always describes what happens. Mm-hmm. So now they get to describe how you missed. Now they can't say you fall and break your arm and now you can't attack. It 
that doesn't exist. Yeah. But they can say, you know, as the pie's coming, they notice it and they move away. You go, it goes right, pa- right past their head. You know, you, you take a few steps and you turn around. Then they take their pie and they go and they throw it at you. They block it with a ginormous penis. You know, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And let's say now they get a 51. Well, now you describe how you got hit by that pie. So it, it's stuff like that. It's it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, and if you haven't, like I said, if you, if you enjoy pen and paper, you can't really get people together, but you can get into a chat line and do it, I, I suggest you do it's it. It's another form of freeform role-playing, but it's like more rules. Yeah, it, it's still freeform. You just have a structured fight. Yeah, it's more. There's more structure in the battle, and that's simply because you know people god mode way too much. And this way, no one can say, "Oh, well, that's not fair." You both have equal opportunities to hit and miss. Now, if the GM decides, okay, this character versus these characters is much more powerful, let's say, let's pretend that you're doing a Dragon Ball Z fight, and you've got Goten, Gohan, and Videl. Well, and King Gohan Satan. Versus, yeah. Gohan versus Broly might have a 55-45 split. Goten might have a 60-40 split. Well, Videl is going to have an 80-20 split. So that means she has to hit 80 or higher and can it just be able to hit, but Broly only has to roll a 20 or higher in order to hit Videl. Videl is a woman that, that makes her weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sexist outlook. That's right. Yeah, so you would you would do it that way. And, you know, you just basically have the GM there for, for record keeping and to frame everything and to make sure that the that the that the story's flowing and you you really kind of just say okay here you go here's the world this is where this is you know, for the point A to point B that I'm hoping to get to, you guys go and you let the characters decide: Are they walking now? Are they talking now? Are they fighting now? Are they going to the tavern? And you don't, you don't really have a say as the GM, but you will describe, you know, what is everything that they're looking at. You know, you, you're now dropping in. You're basically playing the NPCs, and the rest of the game is run by the players. You're just there to make sure everybody participates within the structure. Yeah, it's just you're you're pretty much the peacekeeper of the game, and that's yeah. unfortunately sometimes that is your role. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it for the most part it's fun and it's 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 a good structured uh, way to play. I mean, if that's what you're into. See, I'm trying to think of some good old stories of like some of our old games. But you know what? Like I said, we haven't played since high school. Oh, I okay. No, I've got one. Uh-oh. And I want you to tell this. Okay. Because how freaking? Why would you do this? What did I do? What did I do? Okay, every everybody, listen up. Wildfire is going to tell you why you don't check for hidden doors with a rod of fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you should tell that story simply because you tell it better, and I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Wildfire, and I and I believe it was Beesh. You were playing was, with Beesh, and he was the yeah, mage. It was, it, was, it was Susan. It was yeah, Beesh. yeah. Beesh, Susan, dumbass, a.k.a., a.k.a., a.k.a. Yeah. So... <laughs> Many names. So they're li- literally inside this 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 network cave like labyrinthy type thing, right? It's dark. No one can really see anything. Well, Wildfire decides, you know what? There might be a hidden passage in here. <laughs> there very well could have been. And there could have been. Yeah, there could have been. Oh. Now, I will applaud him for not lighting a torch in a gas-filled room. Because he did notice that. But he decides that he's going to fight. So he starts slapping the wall. Nothing. So he decides that he goes, hey. And I forget what, what Beast's character's name was. He goes, let me see. Let me see that, that fire rod that you just that you just got. 
<laughs> he okay. Up in the room he, goes, he goes, okay, hold on. He goes, hold on, I'm going to use it to find. See, he goes, there might be a secret entrance in here. <clears throat> Maybe that's why we can't find the guy because he's got secret tunnels. So in his infinite wisdom, very, he goes, very infinite. Yeah. He takes, he takes the goddamn fire staff and goes, tink, tink. I was 16, by the way. Tink, tink, tink. Boom. <laughs> That game Damn near kills the entire party. Pretty much blew everybody out of the cave system. <laughs> That's about right. I was like, I'm I, I think our healer came out with like one HP. I'm gonna tap here. I'm gonna tap there. He goes, I'm gonna tap right here. He goes, tink tink. He goes, nope, you don't hear anything. Okay, well, hold, oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to tap right here. Tink, tink. No, you don't find anything. All right, here. Tink, tink. He goes, you hear kaboom. Everybody's outside the cave and covered in covered what in fire. What made it explode? I forget. Was it the... Hey, get on the wall! I, I, it was a fucking It was a critical snap. failure. Oh, was, oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> Plus, I guess, I guess it was a magic, magic device. <laughs> Tink, 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 well, tink, hey, tink, boom. Fuck you. Keep your magic and your science. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to find... I, I wanted a long stick to, like, try and maybe poke walls and not lose a hand, okay? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, it didn't work. No, it worked in my favor. We weren't. Okay, okay, okay. We're in the tunnel no more. Okay, in his defense, we apparently killed like 12 spiders. <laughs> Got the experience for it because of the fireball. <laughs> Oops! We didn't even know they were out there. Who was GMing that? Uh, uh, Fagboy. Oh, that's right. And we're not now. His name isn't Fagboy because he was gay. It was because of a thing that he used to do, go, where where he would do this voice and go, "My name's not Fagboy." From an old movie that I yeah, did. it was a reference to another mo- to a movie, which is funny because he hadn't even seen it at that point. This is just one of those things that went legendary around high school that everybody knew about but nobody yeah. had seen. And so he was referencing that, so that became his nickname. <laughs> and he, he did he was so well. a really good GM. Yeah, yeah. And he used to he used to do that voice so well. So yeah, he was he was GMing. And you damn near killed everybody in the party. This was at that that fagball game was at uh, 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 Beach's house. Yes, it was. I think it was. I think it was. Wasn't the day you almost got caught on fire? But it was like a few days after. Yeah, that was a few days after. Actually, I think it was the next day. Yeah, he came over. Yeah, and we we were all we also were playing. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> quick side story. Basically, what happened was it was super hot. wasn't, wasn't running the AC, so we decided to sleep outside. <sighs> it was like 102 degrees during the day, and at night it was like. 80 degrees yeah. in the freaking butthole of California is where, is where we were. Yes, where I still so, am, unfortunately. Yeah, so we're sleeping <clears> outside. <throat> I've got a light sheet pillow. We're all, at, at some point, somehow, I had rolled underneath the picnic table that was back there. Now, the picnic table had a cloth picnic uh, a blanket on top of it, I guess you could say. No, uh, the actual picnic table yeah you're right you're right yeah had a, a, like a pa- like the paper like the tissue paper cloth this was like in july yeah, and the picnic table itself was plastic yeah yeah and this was like july which is why it was hot as balls uh um, this, this we named this one of his like i said he has many nicknames we named him dumbass for a reason yes on this table was a citronella candle well, we were starting to get mosquitoes and stuff like that. So he decides that in the middle of the night that he is going to light the citronella candle. But the problem is the wick is broken. In his infinite wisdom, he tears a piece of the tissue paper off of the picnic table, puts it inside, and lights it. At this point, sunrise laying underneath. The I am underneath the... And I don't know that I'm underneath it. Eyes are because closed. Because I'm asleep. Yeah, he's about half asleep. Yeah. This is probably, what, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning? Because uh... we had... We, yeah. we weren't we we had just gone to bed we had been up for a while 
Yeah, this is probably like three o'clock in the morning. More or less. So we went to bed around one or one thirty. More or less. It was around yeah. that time. Yeah. So because I think we were playing like Mario Kart or something like that, or yeah, that and we yeah. were talking about role playing and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we were getting our character sheets ready and everything like that. And so <laughs> well, I think we were still helping uh, uh, dumbass with his dumbass. character yeah. as well because he was he was real curious. This is back of again. This is back of the the, the Zocalo days. He was trying to yes. figure out what character he wanted to play. But That's anyway, right. yeah. came up with Magis. Blockade. Uh, um, Lockade, which actually was a cool character. Yeah, it good, actually was. Good, interesting concept. He lights this. Now, like I said, it's about 86 degrees at night, at 3 o'clock in the morning, because of how hot it is. A light breeze decides to, at that moment, blows the tissue paper out of the citronella candle onto the picnic tissue paper that I am sleeping underneath and I am completely surrounded by. Let's also add that the uh, the that what we were sleeping on was actually like made of wood. And yeah, we were on a wooden deck. It was a wooden deck. I have small nightmare that I'm in hell. <laughs> I open my eyes to see flames starting to engulf me as I hear wildfire scream. So I get out of there! I don't know how I got out of there. You there was fire and, all around me. And, and got the fuck out of there. Is what yeah. Somehow I got out of there with, with the pillow and the blanket and everything else while flames are go- up all over the place. And remember, this is California, so we're, we're in a drought. Let me just There's add nothing this. but dry freaking weeds, you know, grass and everything like this all around this deck. Let me just add this. As Beesh or Dumbass, if you will, was lighting the citronella candle, I was in the middle of going, I don't think that's a good eye. And then right when I stopped there is when everything caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Wildfire tells me afterwards, after I'm done screaming at Beach, and he goes, I've never seen an Italian boy run that fast. <laughs> yeah, I told him you probably burn all the damn hair off your arms. Uh-huh. Fucking whop. <laughs> yeah. He, he goes, fucking whop. I've never seen him run that fast before. <laughs> it's just funny. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so but yeah, back on topic. Yeah, I, I highly suggest, you know, get, get yourself a group of friends who... Who's in it? You know, who's into it? Don't. If you're just starting out, um, find a group who's very welcoming to newbies. It it might be kind of hard because most people who play have a set way they like to play, and if somebody new comes in and it's starting to change the dynamic of the group, they start to get a little hostile. Uh, meanwhile, in our group, we're we're pretty flexible. We actually like it when when new people join. It's not an invitation. I'm not saying that's an invitation and stuff like that because right now we honestly don't have a, a, any openings available. Mm-hmm. Um, go out there, you know, look look for a group of people that you you might be able to to have some fun with or, you know, just just go out and, you know, get some books, start looking into it and and, and see what it's all about. It's it's a lot of fun with pen and paper and, and freeform. Yeah. Uh, I think the freeform is going to be the hardest to, to find, though. Yeah, freeform, like I said, it's a dying art. It's yeah, literally, and it's sad because it's a lot of, a lot of imagination put you know we've got you and i have volumes of pretty much books oh. written out oh yeah volumes because of the freeform role playing that we've done in the past i mean there's shit that we haven't even like put on on the internet that we've done that we can like yep. i said write book we in fact we should write a book about it we've talked about it but yeah yeah uh yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah so actually i yeah, mean meanwhile might be collaborating on that soon too but we'll, we'll keep you guys abreast of all that yes yes so mm-hmm. we hope you enjoyed this episode i think we're done right Oh yeah, we're done. And then I'll I'll throw on the uh, cryptozoology uh, yeah uh, fuck episode, the fuck episode, <laughs> the f- fuck episode. Um, Oops. On, on the end of this. <laughs> so yeah, we hope we enjoy, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, next episode will be fourteen. This 14. was thirteen. This was unlucky yep. thirteen, of, of course. 
Yeah, and uh, we'll be talking about uh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. All so, things Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and then we will be doing uh, Star Wars for 15. Yes, yeah, Star Wars will be our mini-boss, and we're going to have two very special guests. One yep. I've talked about already, who will be the, fir- will be the first time she's ever watched Star Wars, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. She's, and I, I don't see how these people exist or how they not know of anything of Star Wars. Well, yeah, she knows it's incesty. Of course, <laughs> she's concerned. She just, yeah, she's seen, she's heard the jokes. It's incesty. And then we're going to talk to uh, actually Beach's brother, who uh, who will be giving us his rundown on the Star Wars latest movie, which and hopefully I'll I, see I, too. Yeah, I, I'll I'll have seen it by then. Yeah. Yes, me and my wife's got some movie tickets for for Christmas, and we're gonna go check it out. I've been trying not to go because there's way too many people. <laughs> yeah, that movie. That movie I, and this is what I, this is the rundown of that, real quick. I, I'm not gonna say too much, but it's basically, from what I've heard, a redo of A New Hope. Yeah, and, but yeah. Now, luckily, I I knew that going in, so yeah. I you know that when I go into it, I'm I'm very much expecting a retelling in order to kind of bring it back to its roots. Because oh, the Force Awakens is supposed to be like, oh, okay, everything's starting over again. Yeah, more or less, you know. Yeah. The Jedi, I mean, I, I, if you think about it, the Jedi Order is fucking pretty much done. Oh yeah. The, There's you, only Luke who's not technically a Jedi. You had, you had, you had the Sith, you know, the the Sith and the Emperor who were the last two, you know, you had Vader and the Emperor were the last two Sith lords. Yeah, and I think they were actually the the last Force users until, except for Obi-Wan and, yeah. and Luke. Yeah, well, Luke, well, Luke because Obi-Wan's dead. <laughs> yeah, he dead, he dead, man. He dead, Jim. He dead, Jim. But, yeah, we'll talk more about that come the time. I'm real excited about Ninja Turtles, because Ninja Turtles is definitely something we grew up on. So, uh, yeah, it's we'll... one of the big, like, three or four. For sure. We'll see you next time. We hope you have a good one, guys. Have a good one. And here is the incomplete episode. Crikey, we're here in the nerd of this new sexy. We're down under and over the top, and we're all out kinds of places, and we're here to stick our thumbs in all kinds of things, buttholes. Wow, Crikey, I'm gonna go piss it off. Yeah, especially like the giant squid. It's got a giant butthole, so you're gonna have to use your entire head. <laughs> Look, it's a stingray. I'm gonna fuck with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, too soon? Nah, not too. Soon. Uh, nah, it's never. Nah, it's never too soon. <laughs> All right. Well, this episode, Nerd New Sexy. We want to make sure that everybody had a good and happy uh, uh, holiday, including New Year's and whatnot. And uh, I don't think the epiphany is yet, though. So no, no, no. It won't be for the next couple of days. So you know, on the seventh, uh, Merry Christmas to you know uh, a traditionalist. Merry but uh, traditionalist. cryptozoology. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to talk about. That's it today. That's it. Cryptozoology, which is I would say is kind of a nerd concept. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of I don't think there would be a lot of if if my understanding is correct, there would be a lot of like D and D bad guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without it, you know. So yeah, okay. We're, we're talking about, yeah, you know things like uh, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monsters, the Ahuls, uh, even vampires. You know, in some ways, you know, basically cryptids. The things Yeti. Things that may or may not exist. The Yeti. Which, by the way, I had a Yeti burger. I, I don't Did know. you? Yeah. Oh yeah. That, oh, that's right. You sent a picture. Yeah, yeah, it's it's called the Yeti Burger. It's a place in uh, the few towns away, and the the thing is huge. It's got like eggs and four things of pat- patties of beef on it, and like bacon and yeah, just you, you name it, it's on there. That's amazing. It's, oh god, it was like I could you had to eat it in five minutes. I know I'm going off topic, but <laughs> so soon, but you had to eat it in five minutes, or you couldn't like, or you like basically lost the challenge. Well, yeah, it took I, it took like more than five minutes for me. I was I was so sad. 
<laughs> but anyway, yes, cryptozoology. Yeah, fun stuff. I mean, come on. This is stuff that most uh, like uh, D&D and video game creatures, you know, stuff like that are, are based off. You know, uh, Cyclopses, Sphinx. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh, griffins. Yeah, griffins, stuff like yep. that. Stuff like that, yes. Yeah. yes. So uh, what is your favorite cryptozoologist blah blah character creature? Well, I would have to say it's the one that I actually have quite some experience uh, running into. Uh, just because it's one of those things that nobody can tell me it's fake unless this was a really good fake, uh, is the Bigfoot. You Sasquatch. ran into the Sasquatch? Mm-hmm. Did you, like, shake his hand and be like, yeah. No, it's just, uh, what I, okay, and and people people know the story who, who's lived in the area, but when I was in the, uh, in the military, I was up in Fort Lewis, Washington. One really rainy night, there was a pretty bad accident. Uh, traffic was backed up pretty good. Um, uh, P-Rock, you know, P-Rock had backed all this up and stuff like that, too, is uh, all of a sudden, cars started coming down at the, to the uh, military military base and they were saying that there was a bigfoot running along the side of the highway throwing rocks at cars in the rain damn it and sure shit there was a whole bunch of people said the same thing that all of a sudden rocks started being thrown at the cars while, while they're all sitting there and along the side of the highway people saw a bigfoot running and like throwing up its arms and throwing rocks and shit at cars well, let me forgive me for being a non-believer in this in this sentence in this, but I'm mean, actually I believe you. But you get my point. I'm gonna be the skeptic. Maybe uh-huh. it was just a really hairy, ugly child. Well, there were some pretty ugly kids in some of those cars. Yeah, I mean, like, because yeah. I used to throw rocks at cars as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you weren't a seven foot tall kid. Oh man, well that's right. Yeah, damn it. I think I think Bigfoot's uh, as an adult, Bigfoot's got a good foot and a half, or for actually a foot on me. So yeah, yeah bastard. But yeah. yeah, I understand. Maybe it was like maybe it was two kids in a man suit. I don't know. And they were like, yeah, we're here. And they were just in two this, ugly yeah. kids. They're like, yeah, this was before uh, Jenner, so it's not like it was just him running around the side of the. Oh. No, I believe it, but I mean, like, why? I guess, I guess, big. It would make sense for Bigfoot to attack cars. I don't understand these things. <laughs> well, we used to get reports of him on the base all the time too. Um, and P Rock, he swears up and down when he was running range one time uh, for the for the MPs. Uh, they were doing the night fire, and before you start, you you always call out, you know, is anybody downrange? Is anybody downrange? We're about to participate in live fire a- exercises. Anybody downrange? And you you wait a while, and everything like that, and then you shut the lights off, and everyone gets their night vision on. Well, he says that as they're doing that, and they start to open, they start to fire. All of a sudden, they see something on two legs running along the back end of the range. So he's calling out, cease fire, cease fire, cease fire, and it's still running. And all of a sudden, one of the <laughs> Guys, ghost, and they called him Tex or Boomhauer because nobody could understand the damn word this kid was saying. Mm. And he says, all of a sudden, he goes, "I got him! I got him!" Fires three times. The thing drops, <laughs> and they're all sitting there going, "What the fuck is that?" It gets back up on two legs and runs away. Jesus, you shot Bigfoot. Apparently, they shot Bigfoot because they went out there. They said there were there was tracks and there there was some blood, but there was no body, nothing. It got up and ran. And bears don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I and that's that's kind of creepy. And even if you shot a bear, like it would limp at least. Yeah, and and honestly, a two a two two three. It's it's unless you get a damn good shot on a bear, you ain't dropping it. No, but um, I don't know. I that that's an interesting story for sure. Yeah, you know, like I wish I could give you a whole list of. Things, a whole list of you know interesting uh, creatures, mythological creatures for that. But yeah, they they did have a lot to do with like our favorite things like D and D and role playing games and you know 
even the MMORPGs now. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, would could Medusa be considered? Uh, that's more mythology. That's what I thought. But, no, like, Cryptojet, like, uh, uh, there was a thing called the Devil Bird. And there's always these stories about this bird that used that would be out in the forest, and it was uh, uh, sounded like a child being, or a woman being killed. Just blood-curdling, death-like screams. And it was always considered a bad omen. Well, everyone kept saying, oh, this is myth. You've got these ancient stories about this thing, about this woman who, who got turned into a... a, a a bird by by this witch and now she screams in the forest and this is all just myth until they found the alama okay <laughs> and it is very real and it does scream it's a it was a just recently discovered in 2001 uh owl oh so it's an owl really horrendous screech eee! and it's even got these horns oh wow <laughs> it's it's pretty cool i it, i yeah, really. Like I, I'm not. A, I don't know too much. I think I guess the mermaid is a crypto. Yeah, mermaids. And, yeah, yep. and that's a, that. I would say that's pretty cool. I'm, I want to say like the. I want to say like the old school mermaid, like the old school mermaid tale. You know where they the siren almost. Oh yes. Where they, you know lure you in and such, which is kind of cool. Yeah, where they sit there singing and leading everybody to like crash and kills many many yeah. many seamen died to get to that vagina. That's right. Never fall in love with a mermaid if you don't know how to swim. Yes. Or or <laughs> or know how to have sex with a mermaid. That's right. Because that that, that was actually one of our big questions back at. Yeah. The how, how would that work? Yeah. How would you have sex with a mermaid? Like how would that work? Is it just oral? Um, or you just, yeah, probably. Is it like a fish? You gotta like, you know, poop, poop all over their eggs. Yeah, they probably like just like lay it, lay it all down, and then they expect you to do all your own work. So damn fun. Yeah. Mermaids, lazy bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting with a mermaid. But here, 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 here's what's going on with this. Uh, the reason that that we decided to do this date, uh, this this uh, um, episode is there is a place called Lug- Lovelock Cave. It is in Nevada, a place that I am hoping to move to soon. Now, it's not really going to be in the area that I would be living, uh, be looking to move move into. However, it's a very interesting story. So the Native Americans, the Pawnee in the area have this story about these giant red-haired giants. And they were very cannibalistic, and they were causing all kinds of problems for them. So, they all kind of got together and went, you know, screw these jerks, and started going on a murderous rampage and killing all of them. And they ended up trapping them into this cave, smoked them all out, and and basically killed the ones who escaped, and the other ones suffocated, Mm -hmm. then they sealed up this cave. Now, interesting enough, back in the 20s, I believe it was, they discovered, rediscovered this cave and found all this bat guado in it. And Well, bat guado at the time, and still is, is a very very prof- profitable the great commodity <laughs> thing of poop yeah yes. and they were finding all kinds of bones and artifacts while they're doing this but since these people were there to get guado and not preserve history they were just kind of tossing everything out well not too long after that someone finally decides okay you know what we need to actually investigate this cave so they go further in clear out some rubble and lo and behold they find giant skeletons averaging six and a half to seven feet tall Mm-hmm. red hair they don't look like anything like the indians in the area okay so they give it over to humboldt museum humboldt museum has them for a while and then gives them back to the native americans who are like well we don't really want this so they destroy the bones because they're considered evil here's the thing people are saying oh well this is just a myth they don't have the bones there's no evidence this this is the things that i love even from like the smithsonian and stuff like that if you contact the smithsonian about giant bones like nephilim let's call them like nephilim and stuff like that you know or even just like cyclops or evidence of of certain types of creatures they will give you one of two responses 
we do not, nor have we ever had that. Mm-hmm. Or this is the most interesting one, which is where I think people need to start paying more attention to some of the things that the Smithsonian and some of these museums are saying. We no longer have it. No longer. That is the rub on this. When a museum like the Smithsonian says, oh yeah, we have that in record that we received it. We can't find it. We no longer have it. That means at some point they existed and they were there. Mm-hmm. So now when you're t- when people are saying, oh, well, there's no evidence of the Bigfoot. Well, the Smithsonian has bones and stuff like that of these things, and they go, oh, well, we don't have them anymore. Guess what? That means at one point they did have them. That means they're real. Yep. <laughs> you know, we're talking about this. We forgot kind of one of the, the more, like, popular versions of this is the the, um, the Jersey Devil. Oh, yeah. Jersey Devil's really cool. Really popular. Yeah, it's a good story. Uh, yeah, tell that story for us. Okay, I don't know the so story for that, I know some I, of I, it. Yeah, I forget what the what the woman's name is, but basically, this is way back in the colonial days. This woman had a bunch of children. Matter of fact, she had twelve. Well, on her thirteenth, she decided that enough was enough, and she didn't want it, and it was becoming a very bad pregnancy. It was very difficult, and mm. she made the comment, "If if the child makes it, and I hope it's it was going." Misleads. Yeah, yeah, misleads. yeah. Misleads. Misleads. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Basically kind of funny. This this child is born for sure. It'll be a devil because it's the thirteenth child, and she's having problems with it. And so the story goes: is upon this thing's birth, as soon as it's out. It basically sprouts these sprouts these wings on its back. It has these cloved hooves. It looks like like a demonic goat, like devilly type thing. Goes up the chimney screaming and then flies away. And ever since then, people have re- been reporting a really weird creature in the area. Now, unfortunately, in the times that I spent in New Jersey, it was more like Interlochen and Newark and stuff like that. So I, I didn't get to go look for this thing. But yeah, ever since then, it, and everyone kind of describes it a little bit different. But, you know, it's it's always winged. It's usually seen as a shadow flying over um, until somebody actually spots it. And yeah, and it's, you know, chases people and things like that. And Believe it or not, Jersey, there's a reason it's called the Garden State. It's not all, you know, factories and concrete. The southern part of the state is still has kind of like foresty shire type areas. And so it's it's likely that there, there could be something in there that people are seeing. You yeah. just don't know what. Um, here's a story on it. Around 1961, two couples were parked in a car in the Pine Barrens. They heard a loud screeching noise outside. Suddenly the roof of the car was smashed in. They fled the scene but later returned. Again, they had heard the loud screech and they saw the creature flying among the trees uh, taking out a huge taking out huge chunks of bark as it went along that's one of the stories that i'm actually reading off one of these websites <laughs> uh, there's another one 1987 this is actually kind of uh, kind of recent in vineland an aggressive german shepherd was found torn apart uh and the body not upon oh i like german shepherds that's too bad Aww. the body of was located 25 feet in the chain at which been hooked to him around the body were strange tracks that no one could identify which is uh, that's kind of interesting you know yeah it's too bad the dog died you know but there's a bunch of stories here those are just two of many damn jersey devil yeah you know so if your dog dies it's like blame the jersey devil especially yeah, that's that right area. And then we can't can't forget one of the most hilarious ones, the goat sucker, Chupacabras. The Chupacabras, an old Mexican <laughs> oh, vampire. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is that that is not an old story. No. That actually started not too long after a hurricane hit Puerto Rico, and a um, and a military bioweapons division was actually damaged in the area. 1995, and, I think it, it was. Ah, uh, yeah, 94, 95. I think yeah. you're right. And that's when all of a sudden they started. Now I'm not. We're not. I'm not saying you know 
getting into conspiracy theory here and stuff like that and saying the military was making something that, you know, would kill all the goats. But if you but think about did. it. they did. Yeah, but they did. I mean, you think about it. This Not only is this the type of war that we're fighting over there, you know, the perfect time to have, like, Conan. Because everything's, like, up close and personal. Yeah, you know, I can just imagine Conan jumping in the air, slamming his sword in the ground, and, like, everything's exploding behind them. <laughs> you know, and it's... It's better suited, you know, than that, than like a bunch of soldiers on the ground shooting and things like that. But think about it. Those people, it's mostly goats. You let out a chupacabras, it runs around and eats everything. Yeah, see, I think they were onto something. Maybe, maybe. Or, yeah. or maybe there was a lot of drugs involved. <laughs> <laughs> it was Puerto Rico. <laughs> it was funny because my, my uncle's Puerto Rican and I asked him because uh, I remember the stories coming around in the, in the early 90s early and mid 90s like that and as about the chupacabra and he said that it wasn't a, it wasn't a story before it this is something new so, and I, that's what i find most interesting about that is that it's like all of a sudden after this happens all of a sudden people are starting to re- report this now my favorite hilarious uh, uh, theory on this and this was years ago that i found found a website about this is the chupacabras is an interdimensional alien pet that got left here by accident <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. It was it was an alien pet. Yeah, like, it was like an interdimensional alien movie, pet, which I won't yeah, say that, for that got, fear of Sue. Yeah, and it got it left here by mistake, like a lost puppy. Oh, <laughs> so, so it's like all it wants is to go back home. Instead, it's sucking on goats. Yeah, goats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where are the aliens to it? Poor thing. It's just lost, guys. So if you find yeah. a chupacabra, look for its dog tag and remember yeah. to call. You know, phone home. Yep. Get get a little squeaky rubber ball Jesus. and you know play play fetch with it. If it doesn't hiss at you and like run away, <laughs> but yeah. Now, just, now interesting enough, there is a video that a cop caught on their uh, dash cam, and both cops say this was not a dog, and it's and if you watch the video, it's it doesn't move like a dog. It's really strange, even when it looks back at the cops, and the cops are kind of going, "What the fuck is that?" Huh. Before it finally run, you know, kind of goes off the road and, and and goes away, and they both get out to investigate. Like what the hell is that thing? And the video, the video is available uh, online and oh, everything yeah. like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Find it probably easy. Yeah, it, yeah. So, so j- just pull that up. It's 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 pretty interesting. There's a list. I'm looking at a list of some of them. Like one of them's the Morog. You remember that? I don't. I don't. I've I've heard stories of the Morog, but I'm not 100 percent sure what the actual lore is. Yeah. Let's see, where's that Morog? All right, I'll read this to you. There is there a creature in another body of water near Loch Ness? So I guess that's what it is. For centuries, there's been reports of a creature dwelling in the depths of Loch Morar. Loch. Huh. <laughs> Located just 70 miles from Loch Ness. The creature, <coughs> excuse me, seems to be similar to the one sighted in Loch Ness. So it's basically another another Nessie. Interesting. Which is kind of cool. Which is what? What is that? A, a paleosaur or something like that? Uh, well, Supposedly. they're not they're really sure. Yeah, they actually said with the the more common descriptions of it, 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 it doesn't have the, the neck for it. And what started that was the surgeon's fake photo yeah but that's what i'm saying though. i guess i guess yeah. he said it was a paleo either way yeah it says a hump-shaped bat black neck object sorry hump-shaped yeah. black object which is kind of cool this website's actually good uh, uh I'll, I'll tell you guys it's a it's the shadowlands.net I've, oh yeah the shadowlands really great place to find yeah. like, stuff on um uh you know cryptozoology and or like anything as far as like paranormal yeah you can find all the haunted areas in this in your town on that website which is beautiful uh here's another one the dover demon i've Mm -hmm. never heard of that one have you i I have not either Uh, so okay the last thing a 17 year old bill burlett expected to see when driving 
with two friends in Dover, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, around 10:30 p.m. on April 21st, 1977. Some of these are new, like hmm. pretty, pretty, pretty recent. Was a creature from another dimension. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Yet this is that is what he may have done, at least in the opinion of some investigators and j- judging from Bill's description of what he saw. Uh, from what it looks like on the photo here, like it looks like a roughly drawn sketch. It looks yeah. like an alien, like big head, oval, you know, oval shaped and weird. You know, okay, now in, in it, we're, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep on this topic and finish it. However, here, here's what's interesting: the ancient fairies are not what we think about, like Tinkerbell and stuff like that. In the original, in the original uh, uh, Celtic and stuff like that, fairies are actually very mischievous. They're tricksters. And, they, yeah, they, they're, they're not sorry. nice people. And one of the descriptions of the fairy folk are actually kind of big heads, elongated eyes that are very open. They don't have much much features in the face. They have, uh, you know, a, a small mouth. And it's like, wait a minute, that sounds like the gray aliens. Yeah, almost like alien-esque. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, that, that, that kind, of would kind of, you know, maybe we're seeing fairies. Maybe they're fucking with us. Right? Fucking fairies. the giant congo snake that's one we've all heard of i'm sure yep uh the almas never heard of that one the sarush lizard man we've heard of the lizard man i know you know that one lizard man yep flatswood monster huh Beast of Bosco. Yeah. Let me know if any of these interest you. Bunny lip, bu- bunny ip, b u n y i p. Oh, the banyip. Banyip. Thank you. Yep. The yeti, of course. The black beast of Exmoor. Yeah. That one is basically the uh, hound of the Baskerville. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Luska. Ooh, this is a hard one to pronounce. Olifua. O l i f i a u. Olifu. Olifu. Okay. Urine. What about uh, the yarin or y e r e n? I'm probably yarin. Yeah. Uh, I think that's actually another. That's a. That's another yeti. Yeah. It's the Chinese. Yeah, I've heard of the Yowie, which is yeah, which uh, yeah. What about the uh, uh oh? What's that park? Uh, fuck. What's that? What what the the antelope or cantaloupe or the antelope or I'm I'm screwing it up. It's the part rabbit part. The jackalope. Jackalope. <laughs> yeah, that's more of a joke, but yeah, that's not that's not on here. But it's but that's that's actually a kind of a funny yeah. That's kind of the jackalope, but uh, yeah, oh, freaking jackalope! That that to this day still gets people. Oh, the tassel worm. Yeah, which is basically the giant um, uh, serpent uh, that Thor fought. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. basically what it is. Uh, Big Bird. <laughs> I guess Big Bird. <laughs> Tell me, uh, take he just lost his way from you know Sesame Street. Ogo, oh yes, Ogopogo. Oh yes, Ogopogo in the uh, um. Oh God! It's in the lake, not not too far. I want to say it's over in is it Massachusetts? Yeah, Massachusetts. Let me I'll, let me open it up and I'll tell you. Let's see, uh, Ogopogo. Uh, yeah, I mean Massachusetts Bay. You're right. Yep. Good job. Uh, this one's harder to read. Mokali, M O K E L E. And then dash M B E M B E Mimbibi. Oh, the Mokali Mimbibi. Yeah, uh, I believe that is like the uh, like Mongolian dinosaur. death worm. No, actually, this it looks more like a dinosaur from the photo. Oh, right! It, it resembles a brontosaurus. Yes. Now, here's what's really interesting about this. They are still reporting sightings of this. The, the the tribes in the area are. And one of the theories on the brontosaurus was that it was a swamp dealer. Or <laughs> swamp dealer. It, it was a drug dealer. Yeah, it was a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. A dweller was a swamp dweller. They are still ha- having a, a um, small, small uh, uh, glimpses of it on camera and stuff like that, which is really interesting. The best crack you'll ever buy is from the brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> 
So okay, yeah, it's really interesting because it kind of gives you. There's a lot of a lot of these kind of give you the idea that like the Stone Age, everything didn't die off. I mean, good example, yeah, well, Bigfoot, the Yeti. You know, look look, look at the uh, um, see the camp. I remember it just, growing up in in the in the you know through the 80s and stuff like that, where the see the camp is an extinct species of fish. It it was like supposed to have all this special stuff for for evolution and the bones were actually used for walking around and all this mm. other shit and then all of a sudden oops we found one oops we found another one holy shit we found a whole bunch of them so they're not extinct they're actually they're, around yeah they are not extinct remotely the coelacanth was this fish that the uh, um, that the people in the area would catch every so often that they didn't like because it tasted pretty bad but if it was the only thing that they caught that day they would keep it and mm-hmm. a guy who was doing Doing other research actually saw it and went oh holy shit where did you get that and he's like I, I caught it we catch him every so often <laughs> and so oops oops, <laughs> oops. <laughs> they're not extinct at all and oh my god the bone structures aren't used for walking and it couldn't be used for and all this other shit and i remember actually seeing them uh, uh, uh one in in a museum in a in a pre- preservation tank and he's going i thought these were supposed to be dead with the dinosaurs <laughs> it turns out they're not no, not even remotely. Which is kind of um, cool. Which, which, yeah. which is, which kind of goes along the lines of you know anything's possible. Any- well, and you know what's funny is because early, early explorers in Australia would describe the kangaroo, and everyone thought they were bullshitting. Mm-hmm. They thought that they were, they were lying. That this creature had the two heads with the shoulders, and you know, with one coming out of its stomach, and the way it would jump and bounce. They, they were called liars. Well, would you think? Would you believe that too? I mean, if you were one of, you know, if you're like you were me back in that those days, we never seen one. I guess I would. I'd be like, dude, that's the most ridiculous fucking story I've ever heard in my life. But that's, but I want to. <laughs> see this animal take me to it yeah yeah i would yeah, I, said the same thing about komodo dragons too yeah well, yeah but it's probably because the i don't know maybe they maybe it was before they got their name but maybe it's because they're yeah. dragons yeah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah there's uh, there's a lot of them here i mean i'm i'm actually on the last list of it uh Bigfoot, of course. The Loch Ness monsters on here. The Mongolian death worm. Yeah, it's supposed to uh, smell really bad and spit acid. Now, let me read about this one. This one seems like it might be interesting. Mongolian death worm. All right, let me just. It's kind of it's kind of short. Mongolian death worm, aka all. I can't even. That in fact, it's exactly what you, I think. Almost what you said. Algohai kokohai. Algohai kokori. I'll, I'll I'll spell it. A l l g h o i, which. Algoi, K H O R K H O I. Yeah, large intestine worm. Yeah, which was first sighted in 1926. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> before my time. Anyway, in the southern Gobi Desert of Mongolia, it Mongolia. is Mongolia. It is described as a thick-bodied worm. <laughs> About two to four feet long. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Give me a sword, a shield, and a wizard, and a fucking a fucking archer, and we'll take that thing on. Well, you gotta have a thief, too. And a thief, yeah. yeah well, what are you gonna do? Thief. What are you gonna steal from a worm, dude? I don't know. Dragons keep treasure. Maybe maybe the worm will drop gold, like, in, in yeah, your... Right, yeah. So... The creatures are reported to be able to spray. Like you need, well, you need the rogue for the flanking backstab damage. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't argue with that logic. It sprays, <laughs> it sprays an acid-like substance that causes death instantly. So you melt to death. That's uh, that's yeah. a nice thought. I, I, again, actually, I take it back. Our party is not going against this thing. I do not want to die. It is also <laughs> clear that this creature has the ability to kill from a distance. Yeah, that's even worse. The the, the thief can take him. 
The assistance was some sort of charged electrical attack. Numerous Mongolians have reported seeing this creature, including uh, a Mongolian premier primer. The creature is reported to hibernate during most of the year except June and July when it becomes active. So, June and July? Get the fuck out of Mongolia. (laughs) Oh, God, that's creepy. There's only, like, a photo of it here, so I'm not, like, a real photo, but I don't know. Do you think that creature's real? Uh, I don't think that one is. Like I said, there's, there's a lot of evidence i think to support with the bigfoot there's some there's some evidence to support some of these other ones and i mean hell they even thought the giant panda and the mountain gorillas were were yeah. fake too so um i don't know i i don't think that one is i, I think hope there it's... might be some kind of some kind of snake yeah. venomous snake that yeah. uh, to me it sounds like an exaggeration of a of a king cobra because they will bury themselves and, and then come up and spit yeah yeah it could be a king cobra or maybe like a little like a, ver- a version of the anaconda yeah but yeah because it's because it's supposed to be huge i mean i don't know if the cobras get about six feet oh but anyway no they don't get that big here's another one I, and i've never heard of this one you tell me if you know it orang pendek oh the yes the orang the orang pendek yeah. Um, basically, uh, China's giant orange, uh, gi- giant uh, orangutan is basically what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, it was, yeah, it was in, it was in China in the area. Uh, they had found bones and skulls of it and stuff like that. Uh, basically, it's thought to be the descendants or stories of the Giganthropithecus. Three to five is, feet is, tall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, it's basically China's orange uh, Bigfoot. Okay. In 1989, a British writer found footprints of of it and made casts off the prints. Okay, oh, that's kind of cool. Well, at least there's maybe some interesting, some interesting like proof of that one. Here's one: Owlman. Owlman. (laughs) Who watches the Watchmen? It's, it's literally called A-W-L-M-A-N, so Almond. Uh, here's the story. Have you heard this one? No, that, doesn't, that one doesn't sound familiar to me. Here's a good one. Uh, in the night- End corrupt episode.